Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. This is the Mach 1 Market Moment with David Lee of Mach 1 Financial Group. And if you'd like to get in touch with your retirement income planning specialists, here's the number to call 479 876 2100. That is 479 876 2100. Call that number and you can get in touch and you can arrange time to come in and have a conversation. Again, David Lee, Mach 1 Market Moment, 479-876-2100. Thanks for listening today. Don't utter these famous last words. Hopefully your famous last words in life won't be, hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> How many people have you heard say that <laughs> before something really terrible happened to them? <laughs> In the financial world, there's quite a few phrases that you don't want to be your famous last words either. So I told myself a few years ago that I'd get out of the market if I ever recovered what I lost in 2008. But now I think I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Have you heard anybody say that? And why is that such a bad idea? Well, to be honest with you, I don't know that I've heard somebody say that before, but I guarantee you people are thinking that. And I know you've heard people say, hey, y'all, what's this, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Especially from back in my fighter pilot days, and it usually didn't end up very well. <laughs> but, well, I um, think we can all say that when we were a lot younger. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But yeah, I definitely think... Uh, here's what I think the problem with that statement that you just read is, you know, if I ever recover from... I told, always told myself that if I ever recovered from what I went through in 08, I'd get out. But, you know, now the market seems to be doing pretty well, so maybe it's okay. Maybe I'll just stick with it. And I think the root of where that comes from is just human nature. I think we as humans, we we tend to believe when things are good, they'll tend to stay good. And we tend to think when things are bad, they're going to stay bad. And the truth is neither of those is true. Neither is accurate. When times are good, you know, they're not going to stay good. When times are bad, though, and that's really the hard one to remember, when times get bad, you know, they're not going to stay bad either. Things go in cycles. So what I would say is if you're retired or nearly retired, uh, when I say nearly retired, think like within five years of retirement, you probably shouldn't have a majority of your money in places where you have an undefined amount at risk. In other words, if you're in the market without any kind of down downside protection without any kind of a, a hedge in place or some sort of mathematically defined mathematical loss limit, you probably ought to rethink that strategy because, you know, what happened before back in 2008, that could happen again. I, I'll tell you, I don't see any, I don't see anything on the horizon that makes me think that anything approaching a 2008 is on the horizon, but you never know. You never know. Things can happen in the world. Things can happen in life that bring about situations that you didn't think would happen. So how that relates to retirement is you can ill afford to take a large loss, especially when you're, when you've just started retirement or when you're very near retirement, because you don't have the time to earn back what is lost. And so it may prevent you from being able to retire when you thought you'd be able to retire, or if you're already retired, may even potentially cause you to have to go back to work. So it's okay to not get market type returns when you're in and near retirement. Because think about it, to get market type returns, you've got to do what? You've got to take market type risk. And we know what market type risk is. Think 2008 when you think market type risk. In a 18-month period or so, the market dropped more than 50%. So just kind of ask yourself that question. If the market dropped 50%, if the value of my investment portfolio dropped 50% in the next 18 months, 
could I still retire? Or if I'm already retired, could I stay retired? And if the answer is no, or even questionable, you really ought to think strongly about reducing your allocation to a portfolio where you have an undefined amount of downside risk. We can show you if you come in here to Mach 1, or if you even go online to our website, click on our YouTube link, which is in a brown bar at the very top of our page. That'll take you to our YouTube channel. And you can see under the playlist section of our YouTube channel, you can see a lot of our strategies under the Getting Started with Mach 1 video series. I would encourage you to watch those and, and look at some of the defined risk strategies that we use and think about how that would look in the context of your retirement portfolio and how that may be able to help, how that may be able to help provide you some peace of mind to know that, hey, in a down market, at least I know I can't lose more than X. And typically, we want that X to be in the single-digit range when we're in or near retirement. So I would encourage folks listening to uh, check out our YouTube channel. Again, go to our YouTube page, click on Playlist, and then view the video series called Getting Started with Mach 1. There's like 11 videos in there, and they're in bite-sized segments. I think the longest video is 13 minutes long. Most of them are between two and seven minutes long. I'd encourage you to watch that. I think you'll glean a lot of helpful information from that. We're talking about famous last words on today's edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment, and I'm sure you've heard some people say, I like the security of keeping my money in cash because I know at least I won't lose it. Well, that's kind of a myth also, right? Because even though you may not be losing any of the principal, you're slowly losing purchasing power over time because we've all seen how the price of everything goes up over time, right? So you think about, you know, back in the day, our shoot, I mean, even when I'm, I'm not that old, I'm 45, and I can remember when I was a teenager, I can remember gas costing less than a dollar. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and think now it's what three dollars, and it's gotten up to four fifty at times. It's ridiculous. So yeah, I mean, so that's one quick example of inflation that we're all familiar with, that we've all seen and observed and lived through the years. So even though you may not be losing dollars because they're, you know, they're in a fixed account or some risk-free account, if it's in a cash account or under the mattress, earning virtually zero percent interest per year you're slowly losing purchasing power over time. So, you know, there are good investments that you can put money in that have no risk of loss that'll easily, especially in today's interest rate environment, you ought to be able to find somewhere between maybe a two and a half to 4% fixed income rate of investment fairly easily. You might have to do a little bit of shopping, but fairly easily you can find something like that as of the date of this recording. Again, sub interest rates are always subject to change. They're set by the Fed, but as of the moment that we're recording this, two and a half to four percent ought to be pretty easy to find in a fixed income, zero risk investment vehicle. So, you know, there'd be no sense in my mind of keeping money in a virtually a zero percent interest checking account, zero point one or less than one percent. Now, keep your emergency money there, you know, six months of living expenses in that type of account. But anything over that, you ought to, you ought to invest it because you can at least get 2 3 4% interest on that without risk. You're listening to the Mach 1 Market Moment with David Lee and the Mach 1 Financial Group. If you'd like to find out more about Mach 1, you can go to Mach1Financial.com. That is Mach dash one financial.com and we're talking about famous last words on today's show 
you know, generally speaking, people are living longer these days, but a lot of people, I would imagine, would come into your office and say, nobody in my family has ever lived past 75, so I'm not really planning to live a long time either. That's a dangerous statement to make, isn't it? Yeah, it is, because it's pretty simple to answer that question. Uh, You simply answer that question by saying, yeah, but what if you do? Yeah. What if you do live beyond 75? Then what? You know, if you're planning to, you know, people will sometimes joke and say, you know, to me, the optimal retirement plan is the last check bounces when I'm, you know, in the grave. Right. You probably (laughs) heard that before. And, you know, but what if you live one month longer than you plan to live or one year longer, two years longer than you plan to live? You know, you're suddenly faced with with making a significant lifestyle change at a time and in a way that may not be convenient or even doable for you. So. You know, even though nobody in your family may not, you may not have longevity in your family, you still have to plan for at least, at least an average life expectancy of, say, early 80s if you're a male, late 80s if you're a female, just because you don't know. And with medical care continuing to improve every day, you just never know. So you have to plan for a long life. And if you, you know, if you outlive your money, that's not, that's not such a bad thing. You get You've got money to pass on to the next generation or to charities or whatever of your choice. I think we all hate to think about the fact that we might need some kind of long-term care. And a lot of us don't even like to consider living in a nursing home. But a lot of people say, I won't ever go into the nursing home. I'd rather just be put out of my misery than have to end up there. Well, then how are you going to do that? I mean, yeah. how are you going to handle yeah, that heard, situation? <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot of uh, folks in meetings that I've conducted through the years look at their spouse when we talk about long-term care and say, if I ever get to the point where I have to go into a nursing home, just push me in my wheelchair over the bridge and end it all right there. <laughs> yeah, know? really. Of course, they're joking when they say that. But, you know, a lot of people kind of have that view that, hey, I just want somebody to put me out of my misery. And unfortunately, it's just not that simple. I mean, I even myself and our family, my grandfather, he lived to be about 93, but he lived about the last seven or so years of his life in a nursing home. It was it was a good nursing home, but nonetheless, I mean, it was still a nursing home that was expensive. So you've got to plan for that. Again, there are good ways to plan for that. You know, you could look at it, if you're abundantly wealthy, you could say, well, I'm self-insured and maybe I don't maybe I don't need long-term care insurance. There are a few people who fall into that category. Then there are a lot of other people that fall in the category that you know, you, you may just not have that much assets to protect, and you may not be, even be able to afford long-term care, but maybe it really ultimately doesn't matter because Medicaid's going to pick up the bill as soon as you're out of assets. So there's a lot of people that fall into that low-income category that don't need income, uh, long-term care or some form of long-term care protection. But there's a big group of people in kind of that middle-income, middle-net-worth area that have a decent size of assets in the state to protect and they've got the income and assets to be able to afford the care and they can't afford not to have the care because otherwise, you know, if they do end up being one of those folks who live for a long time in an extended care situation, could easily eat up the entire or nearly the entire estate. So it's definitely an important planning consideration today. So we definitely make long-term care planning part of our review process with every potential client that walks in the door. David, I know a lot of people have the attitude that I can always go back to work if I really have to. Well, that's a heck of a lot easier said than done. Yeah, because you, you can't control your health any more than I can, right? Only God knows 
if you're going to have the ability to continue work because you may not be you may not have the physical or mental ability to go back to work if you need to. So you can't just bank on the fact that, well, I'll, I'll always be able to go back to work if I need to, because you may not be able to, you just don't know. So you need to have, bottom line is you need to have a good, solid retirement plan in place that takes into account a host of factors. What if we both live, when I say both, I'm referring to a married couple. What if we both live for a long time? Or if you're a single person, what if I live for a long time? What if I die prematurely? Is my are my survivors going to be okay? What if I live a long time in a nursing home? Are my survivors going to be okay? Those are the different angles that you need to look at. We look at each of those angles and every single analysis that we do. And then you also have to look at it from the angle of how much risk do I need to take in a portfolio to make sure that I can achieve all these goals, to make sure that our money lasts as long as we live, even in the event of a premature death or even in the event of a long stay in a nursing home. What kind of rate of return or what kind of investment vehicles, insurance vehicles are going to be need to be in place to make sure all those contingencies are covered? We can help you cover all that here at Mach 1. All right. Well, let me just ask you this. I know that there are people out there listening to the Mach 1 Market Moment today who would love to come in and have a conversation with you, David. What happens when they come in and solicit your help? Yeah, the very – well, first thing that we – cover when someone sits down across the table from us is we want to make sure they understand that there's no fee for coming in. There's no charge that they're going to incur just for coming in and having a visit to look at their situation. So we'll get to know you for a few minutes, figure out, you know, what's important to you, what your goals are, what your family looks like, you know, how many kids, grandkids, et cetera, where do they live? And just kind of get a sense of, of you as an individual or you as a married couple and what's bringing you in. Then Almost in every situation, we'll go from that to what I call a rough draft of the retirement analysis, which I've referenced several times throughout this show, where we'll get a lot of information from you. And you may not have all the information at a first visit. Most of the time, people don't have every single answer to every question we're going to ask to get every data point we need to get to complete a thorough retirement analysis. But we'll ask things like, if you're not retired, how much longer you plan on working? When would you like to retire if you're not retired yet? If you're not on Social Security yet, how much is your Social Security income going to be? If you don't know know the answer to that, we show you the website and how to get that. We'll ask you, obviously, the straightforward questions like how much is in your 401k or IRAs or other retirement accounts and how much are you contributing to those each month. And then the hard part for most folks is understanding at what lifestyle do you live? What's your monthly budget, in other words? Do you have a mortgage? If so, how many more years till the mortgage is paid off? What about vacation and travel? How much do you do you budget for that per year to live life? Dining out, food, clothing, personal care, et cetera. Anything and everything you can think of, if you spend money on it in a month, we want to know about it. Or in a year, we want to know about it. Because that tells us what lifestyle you're living at. All those numbers go into this retirement analysis. And then we're able to work backwards to solve for all right, so when can you retire based on this lifestyle that you want to live and based on the assets you're, you've accumulated and, and the rate at which you're accumulating them if you're still working? When can you afford to retire and at what income level? And when should you turn on Social Security? And do you have the appropriate amount of life insurance? Are you overinsured, underinsured? Do you need long-term care? If so, how much? And how much risk can we take out of the portfolio and still get you the required rate of return to accomplish all of your goals of retiring when you want to retire at the lifestyle that you want to retire with? Because obviously the higher rate of return necessary to make all your goals work, the more risk your portfolio is naturally going to have to take. 
the lower return we need to, to make to make all the goals work, the less risk we have to take. So, you know, a risk-free portfolio would be maybe around 3 to 4% right now. A uh, high-risk portfolio would be maybe 10 to 12%. We want to fall somewhere within those two extremes when we do that analysis. And then once we figure out what kind of rate of return is required, we show you what we feel like is the optimal combination of fixed and index annuities as the bond replacement, hedged equity strategies, artificial intelligence stock strategies as the stock replacement, and then the non-correlating strategy we use, which is an option trading strategy to kind of balance out the mix. So that's what a a first visit would look like, is starting to flesh out that rough draft retirement analysis so that we can answer all those questions. Why not go ahead and make that phone call, 479-876-2100. That is 479-876-2100. That'll put you in touch with Mach 1 Financial Group, retirement income planning specialist. You've been listening to David Lee, and this is the Mach 1 Market Moment. David, it's been good being with you. Good being with you, too. Thanks for the time. Advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions, LLC, DBA Fusion Capital Management. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com.